0: Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I'm excited to welcome my friend and colleague, Jess Robinson, to join me for this week's episode on owning your mistakes. Jess is a fellow housing professional, advocate for humans of all walks of life, and mom to the cutest little one. She has spent time working on owning her mistakes and is excited to share about her journey. If you're interested, please stick around. Well, Jess, thanks so much for joining me on this podcast. I'm so excited to dive into this topic around apologizing and and owning behaviors and apologizing behaviors. So uh, let's just dive right into one of my favorite topics of apologizing. So uh, so share with my listeners how you got interested in the topic of owning your mistakes.
1: Absolutely. You know, I think it's really interesting. You and I have been friends for a while. We've worked together for many years throughout the glakuho region, and You know, I've always listened to your podcast and I appreciate it because I definitely tend to be an over-apologizer. But for me, I think this concept of when is it appropriate for you to apologize? Like, when should you apologize? Because we're not perfect. We make mistakes. Um, And I think with each of my transitions that I've had in my career, I've tried to take the time after that transition to really reflect and pay attention to maybe things I could have done differently Mm-hmm. or impacts that I had that maybe I was too close to understand when I was in that role. Right. And in my one of my most recent transitions, when I left, I really honestly wasn't in my best place, place professionally. I made mm-hmm. I made a lot of mistakes my last few years and burned some bridges potentially. And while I know that I was good at my job and a lot of the things that I did – it was unrealistic to think that I was perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think we're all human. We all make mistakes. And in this field, sometimes we don't own those mistakes. We're taught to either blame other people for them, cover our tracks, Mm -hmm. cover our ass, you know, that kind of stuff. Of Like how do we divert attention to somebody else so that people can't pay attention to our mistakes. Um, And, you know, now there are some mistakes of course that, you know, we, that can define us or ruin our career. But, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, a small mistake is going to change your trajectory and you can't admit to faults. And that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. We are human. We fail, we falter, we hurt people. Mm -hmm. And when we do those things, we have to be able to own our actions and really be genuine in an apology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate you just continuing to reiterate, we are not perfect humans, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so helpful and important and a great reminder that like, we are imperfect and we should be perfectly imperfect, right? Because, um, because like, life is hard and humans are weird and all the good stuff. So I think that's a great reminder as we think about apologizing behaviors now. So So, right, you have you and I have had lots of good conversations, and and I know you are um, a listener, and so can you talk a little bit about how you know the difference between owning an apology um, and using those apologizing behaviors?
1: Yeah, you know, when you reached out to me about this podcast and we were talking about things and I Mm -hmm. knew that this was the topic, one of the things that really stuck out in my head was you know, I apologize to you, right? Mm, Um, You know, I was part of Glukuho leadership in my past position. Um, Due to everything that was happening in my life, I failed in my responsibilities when you were one of the tri-presidents. And instead of like gracefully stepping aside when I knew I wasn't being able to handle things, I kind of just ghosted. I Mm. skirted my responsibilities because I didn't know how to handle failing. And- you know, regardless of my reason, regardless of that bad mental state, like I knew I had to apologize. And for me, knowing the difference between owning an apology or just using apologizing behavior is all about that Mm. self-awareness and taking your pride completely out of it. Mm -hmm. Using apologizing behaviors comes a lot of times from a place of either low self-esteem, fear, or even manipulation. Like I know yeah. people that utilize apologizing behaviors to make you feel bad. Right. Yeah. And you're using that to manipulate the situation. And we're all capable of that. It happens. Um, and it's something that we got cultured into because of the systems of oppression that we operate in, mm-hmm. right. As a woman, as a woman and, you know, a professional career, like we mm-hmm. get cultured into these types of behaviors at times. Yeah. And for me, Owning an apology instead of just using apologizing behavior means that I truly understand that I made a mistake Mm -hmm. and someone deserves an apology and honestly hoping that they accept that apology because Mm -hmm. they might, it might not be an opportunity for me to apologize. Even if I owe somebody an apology Mm -hmm. and being okay, that even if they don't accept that apology, that that's their right and I need to be able to take ownership of the impact that I had on, on that on that other person, whether I can do that with them or not.
0: Yeah. Well just it's a lot of really good, powerful stuff, right? Like the self awareness. Um and like uh it's really humbling. To apologize, right? And own that yeah. you've made a mistake. You know, I, I've been there too, right? And like I, I think it's um, you know, that's a that's a feeling we don't talk about or discuss is like it's hard. It's hard to to do those apologies and yet, and yet, super important and rebuilds relationships, right? And and they're um incredibly powerful um when we do it, but it's not easy.
1: And I think it's also like the constant self evaluation of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm sitting here getting a little emotional because like, I've gone through tough times in the last seven years and there are times that I forget to apologize or I forget to take my pride out of things. Like Mm -hmm. I'm still making those mistakes Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that every time I learn and create more Mm self-awareness that I'm getting to that point faster than Mm -hmm. having to do it once I transition to a different role or, you know, transition to a different experience or somebody transitions out of my life. Right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so we know that as women, we hold a lot of value you in relationships at a very high level. Um what helped you when you were reflecting and doing some of that self-evaluation on some of your past mistakes and deciding to take actions on some of those mistakes?
1: Yeah, I mean one counseling, right? Yeah, like right. <laughs> um, I think that that's definitely something that's helpful having somebody outside of myself, outside yeah. of my inner circle, outside of the field even that can just help me reflect, that's always important, but ultimately the work had to be done by myself. And Mm -hmm. so I had to give myself space to be able to process through that. I Mm -hmm. had to adapt a, you know, stance of forgiveness. So not only forgiveness of others, but forgiveness of myself, Mm -hmm. forgiveness of the mistakes that I made. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to take my own feelings of shame out of it and my pride out of it. Um, and sometimes you always have that little bit of an ending, was the indignation, right. Of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I only did that because this person did this to me. And, yeah. you know, you have to be able to acknowledge those pieces um, and take that shame, that pride, those feelings of righteousness out of, out of yourself and acknowledge them for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had to really be sure that the apology wasn't about me. It wasn't about me assuaging my guilt it wasn't about me making myself feel better um it had to be about really the fact that this would hopefully give some healing to a person that i had harmed mm-hmm. um or to an organization that i had harmed or to something that i had done wrong and then really making sure that when it's not about me that i'm okay regardless of what the outcome is mm-hmm. like i could have approached you and said i'm really sorry i was not a good professional. And you could have been like, look, I get it. I appreciate it, but we don't need to continue any type of relationship Mm -hmm. because you, you know, didn't do what you were supposed to do. And you let me down. Mm -hmm. And obviously I, I had a feeling you wouldn't do that knowing you, but you know, there's many other people in my life that I've apologized to. And that has just then closed the door on that relationship. Um, And I had to be okay with that. Um, I think, you know, also understanding that, that person might not give me the closure that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that closure is really about me being able to say, I've done what I've can, I've owned my, my stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now, you know, I can move forward with that. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such an important part, right? Like, of uh, I've done what's in my sphere of influence, my control, and like, Um, And it's hard to be able to be okay with folks maybe not liking you or closing a relationship or not having that closure. So I appreciate you sharing that part of it because that, you know, hopefully folks are like, forgive, forget, move on. Maybe not forget, but forget, you know what I mean? Because forgive, move on because that's important. Um, And sometimes forgetting is great. And sometimes forgetting has to be part of the process as well. And um, sometimes severing a relationship is just as healthy as the apology.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also, it's, it's just as healthy, but it's also like, especially in this field, like Mm -hmm. you're going to have a reputation. Like Mm -hmm. there are people that I've worked with that I know are, would love to work for me again. And there are Mm -hmm. people that wouldn't, and they're probably not probably, they are very justified in that. Mm -hmm. Right. So knowing that, an apology and owning your mistakes that also carries with you because Mm -hmm. this is such a small field Mm -hmm. and being okay with that when you see those people at conferences and just Mm -hmm. being like okay hi nice to see you then you move forward right
0: yeah for sure for sure well Jess you've shared with me that you've learned not only how to take accountability for your choices but also for your healing can you share a little bit more on that for my listeners
1: yeah. And before I kind of share, I think I want to acknowledge like, this is a tough thing to talk about mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. And the, the answer to this is very nuanced and very personal. Um, sure. So I'm talking about taking ownership for my healing and my choices as a white person working in this field right. that brings a level. I have a level of privilege in that. Sure. Um, and I know that the I don't experience harm dismissal and trauma the way that our colleagues of color experience it. Mm-hmm. So when I say what I do, I see that through the lens of being a white person working for like
0: sure. This. Yeah.
1: Right. So I don't think that any, everybody should be expected to take um, ownership for their healing all the time. Right. Because yeah. there are definitely situations that happen where it is somebody else as well. And that yeah. person needs to take ownership. Right. For sure. Um, so I just want to preface it with that. And I'm, I am going to get a little vulnerable. And while I've done a lot of process work and healing, it still is hard to talk about. Yeah. Um. So I think there are parts of my story in my past, like I've been in the field for almost 20 years now. I've worked at multiple institutions. You know, I know that there are times that I did not deserve to be treated the way that I was treated. Mm-hmm. I know that like mm-hmm. instinctually, I know that people have told me that I know that. Um, I know that I've been treated in some pretty terrible ways um, and under the guise of <laughs> that being a response to like a mistake I made, a small mistake here, or a small mm. mistake there, um, when really it was about the other person mm-hmm. and their insecurities mm-hmm. more than it was about the mistakes that I made. Yeah. I think I also had to put myself in those people's shoes, right? Um, anybody that has caused me harm one of the ways for me to kind of take ownership of that healing is, can I put myself in their shoes? Can I understand why that might have been what happened, mm-hmm. right? Why they would have treated me that way, why that decision might've been made. And, you know, am I able to, to really put myself in their shoes? Yeah. I then have to, I had to acknowledge that I've hurt others. I've made poor decisions because I was hurting Or seeking validation, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of times that my mistakes have been because I didn't feel worthy or because somebody was, you know, I wasn't being acknowledged for the things that I thought that I was giving Mm -hmm. and that then caused harm or caused hurt. Again, I talked about it earlier, no one's perfect and I can't expect that other person to heal me. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think
1: this idea of closure, like we think that we have to get closure by having a conversation with the person that hurt us when Mm -hmm. the reality is what we need for closure. That person's probably never going to give us, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there are things I'm like, yes, if I need to have closure with this person, I need them to acknowledge this. And I need them to admit responsibility for that. And they might not be at that place. And they might never be at that place. Sure. And I have to be okay with that. Um, you know, To be honest, I'm the only one that can give myself closure. And yeah. what I've needed from other people or thought that I needed, I had to accept that they just weren't going to be able to give that to me. Mm-hmm. And by expecting them to give that to me, I was giving them more power over me, even yeah. more than they had already had. And so for me to take the power back in my own hands... I had to own my healing process mm-hmm. and that my healing wasn't tied to the actions or behaviors of another person, mm-hmm. that it was a tied to my own feelings of self-worth, my own feelings of value. Mm-hmm. And I was the only person that could change that. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that controls my choices. I'm the only one that controls my actions. And I have the choice to let the actions of others dictate that or choose to be a better me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's, there's so much good stuff in there. So much, um, I'm thinking like all these episodes that we've talked about, right. Or that I, that we, (laughs) that have been there that you just kind of referenced on, right. Like I think about like, we are the ones who show up, right. Like, um, I just did make it a great day recently. And, um, you know, it's about how we show up. And I think that there's so much like, uh, um, that's the word I'm looking for. There's so much that we can translate from one situation to another, right? Like this was a really, there were some really bad things happening in your work life, right? And um, I'm gonna choose how I show up in my in my personal life, in my work life and those sorts of things. I, we were talking about um, the closure piece. It reminded me a little bit of, or not the closure piece, I'm sorry. You were talking about the um, that h- how you were being treated then you in turn may have treated others mm-hmm. similarly. And it reminds me a lot of, and because I know your situation, maybe that's where it is as well. But like, um, it reminds me a lot of the female bullying behaviors oh, that 100%. we see right you can be a victim and in the next breath you can be yep. the aggressor right and so um it's just this horrible cyclical process but you just have to be really conscious and cognizant of again how you're showing up um in those situations so gosh that was that was lots of good stuff so thanks for thanks for being vulnerable right and sharing and that stuff isn't easy to say out loud
1: yeah I, you know and i think too in this in this space that we're all in especially like I don't, you know, I live in California, so we're, we, we're not post COVID anymore. (laughs) We're still, you know, um, but but I think really understanding the importance of those relationships, understanding Mm -hmm. the importance of that self-awareness and they, the interconnectedness and the impact that we have on one another, Mm -hmm. I think it's just, I think recently I've really just made the decision that it's okay to just own my truth and, and to have those conversations. Um, And knowing that, you know, I'm still charged with leading a group of people and I am not perfect at that. I still make mistakes every day. Um, And I have to be reflecting on when those mistakes need to be apologized for.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, so I know that we are coming up on our time together which seems yeah. impossible but <laughs> what kind of um what kind of tips do you have for my listeners if they're going through something similar or they're in a space where they feel like um like truly an honest apology is needed what kind of tips do you have for them
1: yeah I mean write it out first <laughs>
0: mm, yeah
1: I think you know writing it out puts it in front of you It Mm -hmm. helps you see maybe where those spots are that like, oh, my pride's here Mm -hmm. or my righteousness is here or Mm -hmm. like I'm blaming the other person. I'm not taking accountability for my own choices. It helps you kind of see those things. Mm -hmm. It also helps you see it from a larger perspective, right? It's not in your head mulling around. It's out there for you to go, oh, okay, that doesn't sound right. Right. again, finding people that you can talk to, Mm -hmm. finding trusted people that you're like, Hey, I need you to be honest with me about what I did wrong. You know, I've been very blessed to have some people in my life that have been close to the situations that have, um, that I have screwed up and they love me enough to say, I like, I love you. You're wonderful. And this was not okay. Mm. And I didn't get angry at them for that. I appreciated that feedback. I appreciated them, you know, being honest with me and calling mm-hmm. me in instead of calling me out or just yeah. ignoring me or giving up on our friendship or our relationship, yeah. you know, that, that is helpful as well. Mm-hmm. And I think lastly, if you ever find yourself on that end of being the person somebody's apologizing to, being grace gracious if you can. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and if you can't, then just being honest, you know, Mm -hmm. I had recently a situation in my life where somebody wanted to come talk to me about something and I just was very honest of, I can't talk to you about this right now. I'm not at a place. I appreciate you willing to apologize. I appreciate you willing to own these things. I'm still not at a place where I'm able to accept that. Um, or, you know, I really appreciate it. And having that, like, that heart for being open to that apology you know um it was just so helpful to me when I apologized to you that you were just very honest and forgiving Mm -hmm. and you know being on the other side of that that was super helpful Mm -hmm. and I I strive to be that if somebody ever comes to me you know I've Mm -hmm. had situations like in the past like past grad students they were like, I didn't realize it then. I thought you were horrible, but I realized you were <laughs> trying to teach me something. They come back like four years later and I'm like, yeah. you don't have anything to apologize for. Like right. you were a grad student, you were still learning. And, yeah. you know, I know that you really thought that I was trying to not be kind, but I was helping. And, and it's okay that I might never get those moments with people, but when you come to me and tell me that, I'm going to accept that with a gracious heart. And I'm Mm -hmm. also going to tell you that it's okay Mm -hmm. um, because you were learning and you're growing. And I would rather see you have that self-aware moment now um, than hold on to any of that resentment or any of that Mm -hmm.
0: frustration. Yeah. 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 Nope. That's good stuff. Well, my friend, we are out of time, but I wanted to Mm -hmm. offer one opportunity for final thoughts. What kind of final thoughts do you have for the listeners? You
1: know, Honestly, no final thoughts, except for if you are ever somebody that I've owned an apology to, Mm -hmm. like, thank you for accepting that apology. There are people that I'm never going to get apologized for Mm -hmm. to apologize for, apologize to, though. That's a horrible (laughs) misstep. There are people that I won't be able to apologize to. But I think, you know, one of those things is being able to share in your experience, that you know, that you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, and that to me is a, I, I walk through my day knowing like at the end of the day, I have to ask myself every day, did I do the best that I could with the information that I had? Did I try to center people's success in those choices and in those moments? And if at the end of the day I could say yes, then I've had a good day. And if I can't say yes, then I need to do some self-work. Um, and you know, that's just how I try to move through life now.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Jess, this has been really thought provoking. This has been super, really incredible, good stuff. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode and for being vulnerable and sharing your experiences. I appreciate you uh, being a guest on my podcast. Well, thank you. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in again this week. I hope that you enjoyed this topic of owning your mistakes. And now you have some takeaways that you might be able to thread into your work life, your personal life, your volunteer life, uh, whatever that kind of looks like. So uh, so this week's affirmations, I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. I'm done apologizing for allowing others to control my how I show up in the day, how I show up in the world. And this one's for you. I'm done apologizing for Friends, go out there, have an incredible week, do the amazing things I know you're capable of. And remember to like, follow and share wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribing and take a screenshot of this episode or another that you might be listening to that you think others can benefit from. Send it to them in a text message or through Facebook, Instagram or Snapchat, whatever you're on. And remember that we are out there on Facebook and Instagram, so be sure to follow along. Uh, for more content more ways to feel empowered and connected and if you think of an amazing topic and are passionate about something make sure that you reach out I want you to be my guest so if you're looking forward to sharing your story your platform your passion we want to hear about it and remember you're fabulous you're a badass you've got this and I'm here for you